Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. Welcome back to another episode of Sell or Die. We are 200 miles apart, but it seems like we're right next to each other, Jenny. Oh yeah, we can see each other on Zoom. I love seeing your smile too. Thanks. So today is a big episode because we're going to be talking about how to make sales anytime, like all the time, no matter what time. <laughs> and no matter what's going on. Right. Because right. Right now, our society and the global society has never been more complicated. People don't know whether to stand up, sit down, wear a mask, not wear a mask, get vaccinated, not get vaccinated. And it's a distraction that gets into your head that will preclude you from giving sales or giving your business all you've got. I think that also it's a time where people, a lot of people do know what they want and have such strong belief around what they want that they feel it's fact. So like, I'm 100% getting vaccinated. I'm never getting vaccinated. It's right. like it's like one or the other, there's no one in the middle. <laughs> And, and but they're so focused on whatever it is that they're arguing, thinking it's fact. Everyone needs to get vaccinated. Vaccines are poison. No one should get that. You know, like, and I'm not going to make it about vaccines, but, no, you know. No, but here's the deal. Concentrate on your world, not the world. Mm-hmm. If you go mm-hmm. into chapter 12.5 of the Little Red Book of Selling, it says, resign your position as general manager of the universe. Just focus on your closet, your customers, your car, your world, your family, your friends, your circle of influence, your world, your social media platform, your world. And and I'm not saying 100%, but at least give it 80. You can you piss away 20% of your time, but not half your time. Because then it becomes a real distraction that's going to prevent you from earning what you want to earn or building the relationship that you want to build. There's so many distractions right now. I'm in these rabbit holes in Telegram. And um, 
they're rabbit holes. Like literally, because yeah. you read one thing and you're like, but wait, they just something I don't know anything about. I must duck, duck, go it and search and go down another rabbit hole. <laughs> so go back to the 1870s when Lewis Carroll wrote Alice in Wonderland and you can see that white rabbit with his stopwatch in his hand. Well, it's not a stopwatch, but it was the pocket watch. I'm late, I'm late for a very important date. No time to say hello, goodbye, I'm late. And that has stuck with our society for 150 years. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a metaphor. You can also see Alice at the Cheshire Cat. <laughs> well, where are you going? Well, I don't know, then which road should I take? Well, if you don't know where you're going, it doesn't matter which road you take. So you have to, you have to know where you're going. You have to have this agenda for you and not be influenced by it to a point where you have clear direction and clear focus for yourself. Yeah, I posted something on Instagram the other day and it said, I'm going to pull it up because I don't want to misquote myself, but I, I said, pro tip, if you want to make more money, allocate more time to selling. And I yeah. think so many people right now are like, oh my God, I want to make more money. I need to make more sales. And then they go down these rabbit holes or they get on Clubhouse or they do all these things that are not necessarily, unless you have strategy behind it, revenue generating activities. And, you know, it's, it's really easy to make more sales if you focus more time on selling, if you focus more mm -hmm. time on creating more offers, sending more emails, getting in touch with more people, connecting with more people, telling your story. You know, you all know what the things are that are revenue generating activities, but I challenge you to really look at your day and ask yourself, how many hours in a day are you spending on revenue generating activities versus other things? And then if you don't like how much time you're spending on revenue generating activities, then it's really a simple matter of cutting something out. I mean, I remember, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey, I remember when I was selling at um, the educational software company I worked at and I was the executive assistant to the CEO and I was begging them to let me sell. Let me make some sales. Let me make some sales. So they gave me a shit territory, like one that no one could crack. They're like, yeah, we'll see her making some sales. And I took on this territory in 20% of my time, okay? And that's it. That's all they would allow me to, to, to spend on selling. But in that 20% of time, think about it. I wasn't surfing, scrolling Instagram. I wasn't surfing my newsfeed on Facebook. I wasn't like doing anything other than selling. I had dedicated selling time every day. That, and that, and during that time, that's all I did. And so I was able to sell more using 20% of my time than full-time salespeople who are messing around and doing other stuff, you know? And so the question is like, what if you just increased your sales time, your revenue generating time by additional 20%? What kind of, what kind of sales, what kind of money could you be making then? I'm going to share with you a reality. If you're under 30 years old, you have grown accustomed to distractions and you've grown accustomed to social media rabbit holes that are taking you no place. If your you're favorite, how old? Under 30. 
I don't know, Jeffrey, I'm over 30. <laughs> and you're still down the rabbit hole? Yes. I'm, just, I'm talking about the people that grew up with favorite YouTubers. Do you have a favorite YouTuber, Jen? No. No. Okay, but everyone under 30 does. Correct. And these are people with 25 million views and 25 million connections and zero value. All it is is drama. <laughs> and if, you, if you're a diehard and you're listening right now, and you're looking at, is there a way? And I'm gonna tell you, it's yes. Stay away from other people's drama. If it doesn't affect you, get the hell rid of it. Because other people's drama, you cannot affect, but it can affect you. And I think that's what you have to look at, especially if, you're, if revenue is an important thing to you. There has to be, not just a focus, a concentration, because that's a better word. So define the difference, because I know what you're referring to, but talk about that. Well, Napoleon Hill brought all of his lists with the final word of concentration, which meant take all the things that are on that list, whether it's desire or self-confidence, and put that all into one piece by, by putting all of your concentration into that process or that project. And when you do, you block out all the other distractions, and it becomes more successful. To me, focus is something where you're, you're sort of keying in on it, but concentration is a deeper set of focus. Yeah, I like that. It's It, it definitely feels deeper, like the word, yeah. first of all, it's concentration. It's four syllables, right? So it just like feels stronger. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, it does, just in the word itself, just saying it. But yeah. um but yeah, you know, oh man, I could go down another rabbit hole. <laughs> I was on Clubhouse today and my rabbit friend hole. Aaron. Rabbit hole. Yeah, it, it can the be. Only thing they're, they're, they're dangling carrots and they're saying, come to my meeting. No, no, come to my meeting. No, come to, I'm, so, what are you doing on Clubhouse? And, and my answer is fucking nothing. So I, okay, I politely disagree. Because I feel that if you do have a strategy, it can be very effective. In fact, yeah. it's going to be a big part of my upcoming strategy for coaches. So, uh, like, but if you're just going on there to, like, chill, yeah, it is, it is a waste of time. But, and you'll learn stuff, but how much are you absorbing? What are you implementing? All the things, right? But I think, and, and I, I feel very strongly about this, it is a massive lead generation tool that not enough people are using and it creates stronger instant connection than a cold call or anything like that. So I think clubhouse can turn into sales, but where I was going with this was that in the clubhouse room, I was on the stage in, in my friend's room and Erin King was, it was her room and she just wrote a new book, by the way, that's coming out soon and that we're going to be talking about. We got to get her on here to interview because it's, amazing um but so so Aaron was saying that so many people now and I don't you know want to misquote her but she used this term that when we're online and on these zoom meetings and trying to communicate with clients and prospects and whoever through zoom so many people have the second screen you're looking at the zoom camera but in reality you have the second screen of your phone or iPad or behind the Zoom, you have 
your Wi-Fi, your internet browser open or your this or that. And it's another distraction. Why not just concentrate on the people that you're hanging out with, the people that you're talking to? And, I, and I'm not just saying, I'm using the word concentrate and not just focus, right? Because as you said, it's deeper. And so yeah. I think what I'm seeing now too, um, because so many people are doing this on their screens, it's carrying over into personal life that when you hang out with people, even though it was like a, oh, you can't see anybody, you're in quarantine for so long. It's like all of a sudden people take it for granted again and they're, they're on their phones. Jen, I have an example. I grew up uh, going to the racetrack uh, three or four or maybe five times a week when I was in college. I bought a couple of racehorses with my best buddy and we would go to the track every night. Well, they're trotters and pacers, but it's the same with every kind of horse. Horses have these little eye things on. Have you ever seen them? They're like yep. they're wearing a, the Lone Ranger mask. They're called blinders. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they prevent the horse from being distracted by looking at another horse. Like, dude, you either run straight down the track or my, my, the whip is going to hit your ass and you're going to run a little faster. <laughs> but it works. Otherwise, <laughs> every horse in the world would not have blinders on. <laughs> it's like it's like Charlie, our dog, when she's outside searching for a feather because she smells it. Right. Nothing can stop. Her tail is going. Her body's going. I, her nose and her feet walk differently. Everything is different. Her entire demeanor is different. If you have a hunting dog, you know what I'm talking about. And um, and and it's just insane to watch because I can dangle treats in front of her. I can call her name. I can try and give her love. Nothing matters except finding that freaking feather which by the way she did she dug one up on the beach yesterday i was like so disgusted i had to pull it out of her mouth oh, oh, okay oh. but the, the bottom line <laughs> is this once you have that in focus and you concentrate on it it becomes an obsession same in sales you have to have that obsession and you can't you can't be blinded by this shit you can't and he's holding up his phone for those listening oh, sorry. on audio, a.k.a. everybody, a.k.a. you. <laughs> yeah, but, but my feeling is that if you, if you have the personal power of concentration enough to turn that other screen off while you're dedicated to the customer, your thoughts will be more, more directed and your thoughts will be more creative and your thoughts will be more driven towards the end line, which is the sale. Mic drop. Yeah. Okay, but here's the deal. My wife, who is on the podcast with us right now, Jen Hello. Kimmer, is the best person I've ever known to see the money at the end of the sale and go for it. She is like, she knows where that feather is, man. And she's going to go for that fucking feather like nothing I've ever seen because she's intense about it. And when I watch her, when I listen to her, I'm so proud of her ability to, to keep that concentration going because sales conversations go all over the place. But man, she reins it right back in. And boom, right to the end. <laughs> Thanks. You know, You're it's um, the, what I do in my mind, I put blinders on without even realizing it. Yeah. 
And I'm thinking, and, and, you know, I'm not actually the feather to me is the outcome that they're going to get when they buy. So the feather is not just my commission, my sale, my money, whatever you want to call it. The feather to me goes beyond that. It's their outcome. And when you can keep a one track mind on helping your client obtain the yep. outcome that they're hoping for, then it maintains that the conversation remains around them, not you and your sale, but them and their outcome. And it helps you stay on track because if they, anything they say is going to be a clue about what's going to either help them accelerate to get to that outcome faster or potentially be an objection that you're going to have to prevent or overcome that gets in the way of them getting that outcome. Now, don't go too deep on outcome because it's going to be another subject in another podcast. Okay. But we are going to create some swag. We're going to go get those blinders <laughs> screen printed with keep your eye on the sale. Keep your eye on now. It's not just your eyes. It's your whole mental focus. It's your whole, it's it, everything. Like eliminate the distractions. Stop looking at other horses. Stop looking at other screens. Stop looking at other people who just got fat on Facebook. Forget all that shit. It doesn't matter to you. What matters to you is what's in front of you, that customer that's in front of you and keep your eye on them and their prizes. And yes, you have to focus on outcome, but you better focus on concentration first or outcome will not even be in your vision. You'll be distracted by some stupid thing on your phone. Boom. Which most Boom. of the time when something pops up on your phone, it's meaningless. It is meaningless. If Sorry. somebody wants to call you, guess what? They'll call you back. Oh, uh, we're almost done now. Uh, it's so interesting when we're not sitting together because we can always like tap each other. You can't tap when you're a couple hundred miles apart. No, no but, tapping. No, this is a really good, a really good topic, Jen. I'm really glad we we waxed on this today. Yeah, and me gonna, too. We're going to be talking about outcome very soon. So, diehard, stay tuned. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for your concentration. Thank you for your listenership and your downloadship. And hey, uh, screenshot this episode, tag us on Instagram, let us know you're listening, and we will tag and reshare. Thank you. Uh, until next time, I'm Jane Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. Concentrate on your sales, even if your ass falls off on your second screen. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day. So you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories, and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See, See you next, next week. week.